the story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday So just get dropped Hi there. Happy Sunday. It's December 22nd, uh, 2019, and I'm Eric. Talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where if you have to borrow money, try to borrow from a pessimist because they never expect it back. <laughs> Which is why you'll never find a bank called the Pessimist Bank. <laughs> right? <laughs> it has been... 12 days since we posted an episode. Almost two full weeks. So, long, long, long time. Too, too long. How you been? I've been, I've been okay. I've uh, been busy. It's been um, surprisingly busy for a guy who's not working right now. It's surprisingly busy. That's uh, always a good thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's just been, you know, hectic uh, getting ready for christmas which is an officially in like fucking two days it is indeed um so yeah i just been doing that one um being with uh being with the girlfriend or family the last couple of days has been really really nice um that's cool that's been awesome um so yeah, i had a big family get together with her side of the family on um yesterday um which was really nice and uh yeah so i just uh, had a I carved a turkey for everybody, and apparently, every time somebody carves carves the turkey over there, they keep fucking it up. And um, so I took care of carving the turkey uh, this year, and got a lot of compliments for that. So that was kind of nice. After I'm not bad. Thanksgiving's always my big thing. I'm not a Christmas guy, but um, Thanksgiving, I I had two large celebrations at my house way back in the day, and I did pretty good with the turkey. I wouldn't say I was like an expert, but I did I did all right. But it is there's a there's an art to it definitely. Apparently, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I I don't have any particular style when I do it. It's just like I take care of all the dark meat first. That goes in a pile, and then it basically because for the most part, I mean, I've only carved like four turkeys in my life. But out of these four turkeys, they've always been so well cooked that's almost everything's falling off the bone anyway. Yeah. So when the when the meat's falling off the bone already, it's pretty easy to just literally just grab the breast by your hand uh, and, you know, pop I, just slice it. I don't see what the big deal is, but I guess everybody has shitty knives, so that kind of helps. I can already guess your answer to this, but are you familiar with the YouTube show One Day at a Time with Charisma? No. Okay, if you never watch another thing that I recommend again, please, for the love of God, go to YouTube and check out... This one day at a time with charisma. I have no idea who she is. I'm guessing porn star, um, okay. but just she, her her episodes are so amazing. But the one on tips for the holidays, it is just incredible. It is the most entertaining goddamn thing I've ever seen. She's like trying to be like this sort of Martha Stewart type, but she's completely retarded. <laughs> like. It is the funniest goddamn thing. And she's gorgeous, right? She's like porn star hot, okay. um, which is 
why I gave it a, a chance. Anyway, I don't know where it popped up in my YouTube library. I don't know where it came from. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know if you're familiar with YouTube, but they do that. They suggest things. I don't even think I have an actual account necessarily set up because yeah. I've never posted a video. So once you once you watch a video, they'll start suggesting things. So I don't know where this came from, but it was just a suggestion, and I clicked on it yesterday, and I watched. I think I watched about 17 minutes of it. I just it was like a car crash. I couldn't take my eyes off it. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I, it's it's clearly not supposed to be funny. Um. But it's just amazing. It's her tips for the holidays are just great. Um, tips tips on how to like get through the holidays. And one of them was like, do your shopping at hours when the stores aren't busy, so you don't end up waiting in line. I suggest you do this by finding out when the stores in your area are not busy, and then go there then. It, it it was just and then she's like and then you gotta have a budget make sure you have a budget because you don't want to stand in line for 45 minutes and then find out you can't afford the thing that you're buying and i'm like why would you stand in line for 45 minutes if you went to the store when the lines weren't there you fucking retard they just wow. it's just amazing it's great it's really really funny stuff uh, charisma spelled as in like the word charisma yes okay perfect uh, they're just hilarious, um, but they're not supposed to be. One thing I do have to mention is Mike Joachim and his podcast, the Pit Lane Parlay. It's a uh, IndyCar podcast. It's actually quite a good show. And I just want to say hi and Merry Christmas to Mike and and his family and everyone at the uh, at the Pit Lane Parlay. Because he's one of the men who I, I asked for some help on Facebook this week, and he is one of the friends who came through for me. So I said I would, if any podcasters came through, I would mention their show uh, every episode until our show no longer exists. So Pit Lane Parlay, check them out. Uh, okay, done with that. Perfect. Other than that, I'm... I'm done with Christmas. Christmas has been saved by you and uh, a couple of good friends of mine. And uh, that's it. That's Everything's taken care of for me. So I can breeze into the new year um, happily. <laughs> happily. Very nice. Yeah, I am actually, for the most part, I'm actually pretty happy with Christmas this year myself. Um, that's good. Most satisfied I've been with Christmas in a very long time. So very cool. That's a good feeling, isn't it? It kind of is. It's strange that it took me to be not working to be able to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes it's just, it, it helps your perspective a little bit. To be not working, I mean. No, it's true. Um, no, I got, uh, much like yourself, I got a little bit of help from, I can't discuss this on the air, but I got some help um, where I never, wasn't necessarily expecting to get some help, and it... Uh, ensured that I was able to get um, a round of gifts that I was getting very worried I wouldn't be able to actually get today. Uh, oh, very nice. Next few days. So I'll explain that to you later. But uh, yeah, so, so everything quite well. So pretty happy. Right on. On to the Christmas subject at hand. I'll tell you where this came from. I, I uh, last night, laid down to go to sleep and listened to an episode of our show as I quite often do, because it's my my sleep, my bedtime treat is to listen to me and you. 
<laughs> and I I was listening to an episode from July. Okay. Where we got on the subject of dick pics. Yeah. And you and I uh, were very adamant that these are a terrible thing and they shouldn't exist and guys don't do them. That's right. So I decided, uh, we, we talked kind of about how we wanted to get someone's perspective and, and I wanted to know if anyone thought they were a good idea. So I decided to go online and ask this question, does anybody think dick pics are a good idea? And the response was just absolutely overwhelming. Um, the first answer I got, I, I don't have it in front of me, but it was from a, a girl who I would like to get to know uh, much, much better. Who said that uh, she considers them to be like window shopping. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like she appreciates getting them because it, it then she's not disappointed when she meets the guy up front. She knows what she's getting into. Exactly. I just thought, wow, that's the kind of girl I want to marry. And I was absolutely just gobsmacked by the fact that a second girl, completely unrelated, uh, responded in just about the exact same way. Yeah. And it just it caught me. I, I was not expecting that. So I did open up the phone lines to the show, and unfortunately, due to whatever, we were a little bit uh, unable to take a couple of calls, but the lines are still open. For I did say we would keep taking calls as long as they kept coming in. And of course, now that we're on the air, they're no longer coming in. But I will, uh, I will keep that phone open. And that's going to be an ongoing thing, I think. Um, just that phone can be open and people can call whenever they like to talk about whatever we talk about. Um, but we had a couple of responses, all to the negative, and a couple of people that said they couldn't call in because, unfortunately, they're in Australia and it just wasn't convenient for them. So I said I'd read a couple of responses out on the air. So, Gord, are you still of the mindset that these are a horrible thing that shouldn't happen? I still am. No one's changed my mind yet. No, like, I mean, again, I think it all comes down to appropriateness. I mean sending an unwarranted dick pic like for me just i don't get it and to respond to the two women at least that were saying oh we think it's great it's like a form of window shopping um you gotta understand basing your partner off of the dick size is like basing your partner off of their wallet size uh that's all they're good for uh because if that's all they're talking about if that's all they're promoting about themselves uh, you're never going to get somebody that's going to appreciate appreciate you and that sort of thing. Because if, that, if that's all the guys are putting out there, they only have one thing to offer you. That's my sort of look and key thing on it. I just that's what I just don't get. Like, yeah, know. yeah, I, I I totally agree. I I, I was going to say something stupid there, but uh, no, no, you're you're definitely right. Uh, and guys, really, I, I think they're terrible. I mean, uh, Rebecca in Australia wrote in and she said, um, wait, wait, where's her first one here? Uh, she said, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So she said, I don't understand it. Um, oh, sorry. One sec. Sorry about that, guys. I'm really disorganized right now. Rebecca in Australia said, I don't understand it. I have my guesses in a broad cultural context, but haven't really thought about it more. 
It's definitely some arrogance in there, but hard to know where that comes from and the delusion that women want it. Do we teach that to boys somehow? So more more questions than than answers. She went on to say, I think um, guys should err on the side of caution and just avoid unsolicited ones. Again, fully agree. Um, yeah, I don't see how this ever became a thing. I don't know um, why why a, a guy would think that's something people would want. Um, we've got another one here. Aaron wrote in to say, um, as for me, I've never sent one nor received one, and I don't know anyone who has either. Sounds juvenile. Is this something women do as well or just men? Well, of course, women don't do it. Men would love that. Oh, no, no. Actually, there are women that do send them. That's called porn, and guys love it. Yeah, well, that's why it's not in the news because you don't you don't hear a guy going, "Ew, some chick sent me a picture of her veg." It just no guy complains about that. And Anthony responded saying, "I guess most women don't unless they have the plumbing for such things." Ha ha ha. Yes, well, those aren't women, are they, Anthony? You need to listen to our show more. <laughs> uh, but great responses I'm glad that we got uh, such a good response I think we definitely uh, if these are all new listeners great welcome to the show glad you're part of the conversation I think there should be more conversations we haven't really engaged on social media I guess in the sense I put up a lot of ads for us and stuff but I don't really open the dialogue like this it's something I think we're definitely going to have to keep doing I Wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly agree with that. Absolutely. And I do have, I am, uh, that is a message line that the phone number I posted on Facebook today, it's a message line as well. Uh, you can go to that and leave a message for Eric and Gord on this or any subject uh, anytime, and I will play your message on the air unless you tell me not to. You can also go to wearerightdealwithit.com where you can leave a voice message for up to 10 minutes on any subject you like. And again, It'll be played unless you tell me not to. Or uh, as per always, you can go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message there. They've made it much easier than it used to be. Their new interface is actually really, really nice to look at and uh, much easier to interact with. So feel free to check that out, uh, anchor.fm. I really like what they've done with their look. It looks really great. And it used to be kind of boring and bland, and I kind of always hated it, but they've, they've really made it look a lot better. I still haven't had a chance to even be on it yet. Looks exactly <laughs> like Skype. <laughs> That's uh, sorry, uh, looks exactly like Spotify, I mean. I'm sorry. Uh, like just like Spotify, which makes sense, considering Spotify just finished buying them. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I guess this is a conversation that needs to be had. I, I didn't think it was a conversation that needed to be had. I thought uh, it was kind of cut and dry. But people, this, this, this is a debate that, that we need to have. Are dick pics good or bad? I still think they're stupid. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I just, I just don't. I don't get the concept. Like, I, again, like you're, you're, you're. If you're looking to just hook up, sure, I guess, whatever. But 
the thing is, is that those are things that you sort of set as a basic sort of ground rule with like a conversation first. Yeah, that's what I would do. But maybe not. You know, me and you seem so out of touch, like with the ghosting thing and the not showing up for jobs. And <laughs> I, I guess it's just become that kind of world where uh, if you're the type that's going to ghost a job interview, you're the type that's going to send dick pics to whoever you want. I don't know. I just. It's a, I don't know. It's so a, weird. It's a different world. Remember that? <laughs> um, who knows? I guess. Keep sending in your comments, send in your emails, Eric at we are right deal with it dot com and uh let us know. Or you can always Eric at EricGord.com, Gord at EricGord.com. Um See, the real question what we really need to because like I know one thing that we talked about the first time we brought this thing up was simply just over the fact of it was the unwarranted. You know, like yeah, of course. He sent you a message through like a dating site, and they're for hey, how you doing? Here's my cock. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't get that. That's the thing I don't understand. But again, I guess it just depends. Apparently, I guess it just depends if what who who's looking for what. I guess so. It shouldn't. I, I, I'll be bold enough to say it shouldn't. Just depend on. I think it should depend on much, much more than that. But uh, like, I'll I'll say this. This is a Donald Trump world. Yeah, right? Even when I was on dating sites back in the day, right? And, you know, sending out... Like, I only had... I had one chick that sent me a, like, sort of, I guess, a sexy shot. Her and... You know, kid, I will, if I can... Head, but um, it was like a body shot of her, big close of her bucket tits and this little sort of skimpy outfit. And if this I was can, the first picture I thought. Or if I sent me thinking, just say oh. real quick, when I was on the telephone dating thing, before I got into online dating, I did the telephone, like the love links and stuff like that. Yeah. And I got at least three different women sending me pictures at the same time. Like with the, with the cell phone, as we're chatting, they're sending me filthy pictures of themselves talking to me. It was fantastic. I'm not complaining. Well, no, I which I understand. I didn't but, reciprocate. Even even under those circumstances, I didn't I didn't reciprocate. But uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just saying, yeah, women are dirty dogs too. They just don't admit it as much. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Um, but that's just it. Like, but even when like when I got those, I mean, like as soon as that picture of her came through, the tone of the conversation immediately changed to, oh, I don't need to get to know this whore. Really? Absolutely, I. <laughs> So I went the exact opposite way with the tone. I, oh, well, maybe I'll start listening to what she has to say now. <laughs> it doesn't matter because <laughs> I already know how easy it is to get it. So what's the point? Sure. And that's literally the one you call up when you're just, oh, my God, I just, I'm just, i just kind of horny and just need to get my dick wet. Mm-hmm. I know. Let's, let's send a fucking dick tip to fucking chick who sent me the picture of her tits right off the bat. Sure. It's the easy. It's the easy lay. It's the easy pick. And again, I'm not hearing bad in anything you're saying. <laughs> no, but but that that's where it sets the precedent. Because again, now you got the same people who turn and say, "Well, how come I never get a good guy, or how come guys treat me like shit?" Well, so well yeah, let me do. I'll cut through the haze again. If you didn't hear Gord's original point, the dick the dick pick guy isn't the guy that's taking you dancing on Friday night. That's the, the dick pic guy is not 
cuddling up and watching a movie with you or, you know, driving your kids to school or whatever it is that you expect from a dude. It's not dick pic guy. It's true. (laughs) Uh, So if you're wondering why, (laughs) that's not the reason. And same guys, same with the girl, right? Uh, Don't take a girl who sent you those pictures. Don't take her home to meet mom for Christmas. Uh, yeah. she's, she's one you keep to yourself. Maybe don't even tell your friends about her. Yeah, exactly. No, and get your doctor on speed dial. There's something very itchy in your future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they might have for that. <laughs> and that's the shit, like, I can't believe this is really a thing. I know. And in today's day and age where, I mean, you can literally get an STD from almost walking past a person nowadays. That shit's getting so rampant. I think we've gone full circle on that. We've, we've gone through the fear and paranoia, and we've come out on the other side right back where we started, where it's just a fuck it. Let's, it's just acceptance. <laughs> it's just, again, it, it goes hand in hand with just the culture of today. There are no rules. There are no scores. There are no consequences. And therefore, there's no fear of anything. Um, it's going to... I, I see Bad Max uh, in our future. I really do. I believe that more and more every day that we're going to look just like Mad Max movies uh, very, very soon. And I think this decline in the culture is really the first step toward that, where we just stop caring about shit uh, reality show hosts run the countries and we're just sending dick pics and fucking our brains out and who cares what disease we get that's the start that's the beginning of the end of society oh my god I feel so terrified right now <laughs> I'm quite happy with the fact that I'll probably be dead before it really proliferates uh, I very much worry about our children but Mine will be running the world by then and not partaking in any of this. So I know she'll be okay. The rest of you guys' kids are fucked. I'm going to tell her not to take care of them, too. Yeah. (laughs) So fucking Uh, screwy. It's a screwy, screwy, screwy world. Like, I'm just, I'm not, like, reading the responses, I was at a loss, because I'm just thinking, like, because one thing I would never consider myself to be as a prude at all, but yet for some reason, reading those responses, I was kind of feeling like a bit of a prude. I fully expected, hey, don't even do this show, you guys are gross, why would you want to talk about that? Uh, I expected nothing like what we got online. Um... And I'm in no way a prude. Um, I didn't expect the conversation to go, to be, to exist. I thought it would be a nothing. (laughs) But apparently, we're going to have to devote many more shows to it. Apparently, yeah. Haven't gotten any more callers. I I apologize to those if, if, well, nobody tried. I would have answered, but the phone line is open. I'm going to go ahead and change my voicemail so it's something like, hey, you're on with Eric and Gord. (laughs) <laughs> Something a little more professional. <laughs> well, oh, have you not heard my voicemail? No, it's it's amazing. Oh, I just I just know the championship champion tree one. Yeah, that's that one. A, that's very professional. Oh yeah, 
So I'll change it to something less professional <laughs> so it's not intimidating people. Um, I should say real quick, just because I said I would, uh, if you want professional, <laughs> that's a bad intro. How about try the Planet Joe podcast with Joe Peterson? It's not just another podcast. It's out of this world. Sexuality, atheism, science, philosophy, and more discussed with Joe Peterson at planetjoepod.com. There we go. Thank you, Joe, you know, for writing in and giving yes. us a read on your behalf. You know, I heard a theory the other day that I was a little shocked about, and the more I think about it, the more kind of true it kind of sounds. Do tell. It was the theory of atheism being the most devout religion, the, the devout belief system out of all of them. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, it, it has to be. In order for you to believe that you're an atheist, in order for you to believe it takes more um, belief to think that you're the only, that we're here by chance and by random, whatever else, than there is to think that there's a creator. Sure. It's a massive undertaking. I don't know, because... I mean, if you if you really if you look at yourself by the scale of the solar system, sure, God makes sense. But when you look at the scale of the size of the universe, I don't know. It's not really chance as much as it's bound to happen just by sheer volume of numbers. Um, sure, got- but. There's things that are virtually inexplicable. There's things that cannot be explained. The human eye cannot be explained. Why not? We still don't fully understand how the human eye works. That we, just means that science hasn't caught up to, our, to, to that yet. That's good. Yeah, but that's difficult for people to believe because you... you um, Part where we didn't even understand the circulatory system, which we understand. It was the part we didn't understand how basic muscle structure worked. You know, I mean, like all that's just a matter of time. But being a true atheist, you can't, you you don't believe in anything. You can't, like, there's no fate, there's no uh, karma, there's no any of that. No. So you, it's it takes a lot to believe that there's nothing. There's no deja vu. There's no chance. There's no, you know, it's all pure science. And there's a big difference between chance and probability, uh, just so people aren't confused at what I'm saying there. You, you don't believe in chance. You believe in probability. Um, you believe in, the, in numbers, uh, odds, but not chance. Chance doesn't exist. That's a lot to take on that's a heavy thing to think of and and just the thought that when you die that's it you're worm food there's nothing there's no more consciousness there's no energy transfer you're just that's it you're done which means that an atheist cannot believe in ghosts right right that ghost that makes no sense that ghosts uh is uh, that that's something that because really? I thought atheism was just the anti the belief that there's no creator. That's it. That's what atheism is. There's no religion. There's no creator. That's it. 
it, there's nothing spiritual. There's nothing supernatural. It's all just natural. So then what do you call an atheist that believes in ghosts? A liar. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in religion. They don't believe in... They believe in science. Because science hasn't disproved ghosts. Oh, science hasn't disproven lots of things. Yeah. So you can't be... like To say you're a true... I'm an atheist because I don't believe in ghosts is one of the curriculum doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but ghosts are, ghosts imply something supernatural, which you you don't believe in the supernatural. That would ghosts uh, generally imply the existence of a soul, which you don't believe in, or a spirit of some kind, which which an atheist doesn't believe in. Yeah, I know that makes sense. Um. Yeah. So that's I, I fully agree with that theory. Uh, there's no such thing as a soft atheist. Um, I also don't believe in agnostics. I, I don't think you can be a functioning agnostic. I think you either believe or you don't. You believe in something or you don't. Um, cop out. That's all that is. That's a cop out. That's all I believe. Just so, in, just in case. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work that way. If you, and even if you are if you are an actual agnostic, just understand one thing, Mr. Agnostic or Mrs. Agnostic, whatever you are, just understand one thing. Yeah, even if there is a heaven and hell, you're going to hell. Yeah, your question precludes your faith. Go as, everything that go, that the whole point of believing goes against. Now, so. see, I definitely don't call myself an atheist. Um, oh, I just got another response, by the way. We'll get to that in one second. Oh, yeah. That might have been me, because I just posted on that. No, no, it was not you. It was Susan. It doesn't say where Susan's from here. Uh, Susan looks like... I, I better blow this up before I say anything. Okay, never mind. Uh, Susan says, if we had pics back when I was wild, it would have been a different life. Whoa. Uh, well, thank you, Susan. She's in Georgia. Whoa. Oh, Georgia. Susan's a realtor in Georgia. I don't want to say too much about her. She might not want it on the air, but she said, if we had pics when I was wild, it would have been a different life. Well, Susan, I wish you were still wild. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> and thank you for... Uh, Thank you for commenting. Um, I would like to hear about your wild days. Um, oh, actually, she may not be in Georgia. I'm sorry. I may be. I, uh, she's a. Never mind. Susan. She went to school in Georgia. That's all I have in front of me here. But sounds fantastic. Thank you, Susan, for being part of the conversation. Um, I wonder what God thinks of dick pics. <laughs> See, that's an interesting question. Now, think about it. Oh, they're all nope. made. They're all made in his image, right? Well, that's just it, right? <laughs> that kind of makes sense. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh my god, I think I just might just have the, There might just be another sermon coming up for this one. Uh, I did some. <coughs> pardon me. I did some sermonizing myself. Um, to a. Oh, God, during sex does not make you sermonizing. <laughs> no, I, I was just uh, shooting down religion 
to a post on Facebook about why Christmas is so much fun everywhere else. Um, but it was actually it was a question posed by my mother because she had read about a Scandinavian Christmas and she asked, well, why is Christmas so much more fun there than it is here? And I went on a big spiel and then she got mad at me. <laughs> Go figure. Is uh, oh, where is it here? I don't have it in front of me. It doesn't matter. Basically, the gist of it was because Christianity has ruined Christmas because Christianity is based on guilt and fear, not love and fun. Um, Christians don't give to charity because they're charitable. They give to charity because it's told to them that God won't like them if they don't. So thereby, you're giving, but you automatically resent the person you're giving to because you're not giving because you want to. You're giving because you'll be punished if you don't. And that's that's the whole Christian thing. It's it's guilt and punishment. Guilt and punishment. That's all. If you read the Bible, covered, that's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Of course Christmas isn't fun. It's it's obligatory. It's If you're a Christian, it's not a fun time. It's a time of obligation or, or punishment, which is all. That's a, nothing Christian is fun. It's not supposed to be. So these Scandinavian countries who have a beautiful idea of spirituality um, as, as these Icelandic um, beliefs of spirituality are very cool, very much like the Celts and the Gaelic where, where there's a spirit in everything. There's not one god. There's rocks have spirits. Water has spirits. You know, it's, it's not one god that's staring down and judging you. It's, there's a spirituality in everything around you and be good to everything because of it. There's also um, in the Icelandic tradition at Christmas, it's uh, it that that's like there's no good Santa Claus. What there is, there's a bunch of bad people that come around and fuck with you if you've been bad. One of them is the spoon licker, and I thought that was fantastic. I just love that. That's my new curse word. So like, get out of here, you dirty spoon licker. That sounds so nasty, doesn't it? Spoon liquor, and that's what he does. If you don't clean, he comes and he he looks through your window to, for like spoons you've made cakes with and stuff, and he comes in and licks your spoons. Oh, I am so using that. That's fantastic. Yeah, right? Get out of my face, you spoon liquor. I don't remember the actual Icelandic term for him, but I'll send you the post that my my aunt has been sending me Icelandic posts about christmas and they it's they do a weird thing where it's sort of like the 12 days of christmas but it's like 12 evil dudes who like fuck with you if you've been bad throughout the year really yeah it's like it's like like a santa claus but what the what the main dude does is he comes and he's a i forget the term but he he's the window looker and he comes and he looks rather than leave presents for you he looks through your window for what he can steal while you're sleeping because you've been bad throughout the year. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, right? And he's friends with the spoon liquor. And these guys, if, you, if you've been naughty, as, as we understand it, these guys come and fuck you up at Christmas time. So I wonder how bad you have to be to have like all 12 visit you. I don't know. I think they they all each one comes for various reasons. Like, like they they all have a list, and if you make it on their list, then that one comes to your house. Oh, but wow. yeah, to have all twelve, you'd have to be 
like a an anti vaxxer or something. <laughs> Flat Earther. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just crazy. Like I always loved the German thing of Krampus. That was always one of my favorites. Yeah. The anti um Santa's evil brother. Yeah, right. Oh, kidnaps children, throws them in a sack, and fucking takes off and tortures them for the year, turns them into fucking slave elves. It's amazing. I love that idea, which which just goes to show, because the whole thing is he turns them into the slave elves, the, these evil, these children who are terrible. It just goes to show that Santa's an evil prick, too. Because Santa well, believes yeah. in Santa. That's amazing. Well, now... This, hang on, I have to, hang on a second here. I've got to, there's something I, I want to read to you. A friend of mine had posted this, and what it was, was it was a kid's letter to Santa. And it is absolutely insane. There's just no getting around it. Where the fuck did it, why isn't it not here? Um. Oh, shit. Shit, no, it's not this person. Oh, damn it, I don't know where it is now. Um, but it was uh, this kid wrote a letter to Santa basically saying, you know, Dear Santa, I'm writing this to you because I'm really sad. Um, I only asked for two gifts this year, and you only dropped off one. I'm going to assume this is a mistake since I've been good all year, so I, I expect my gift within the week. Oh, wow. I like that. So then... Right, so then the parents, well, Santa writes back and basically says, you know, I'm gonna paraphrase, but like, look, you, you, you greedy prick, uh, you should be thankful for what you have. Um, if you don't, basically, if you don't watch your tone and everything else, um, Santa's gonna add you onto the naughty list. So the kid writes Santa back in this scathing email, "Hey, fatty." Uh, your, your threats mean don't scare me. Um, I followed your rules. You should follow your own. Um, uh, something like, um, I think you should, what was it? I, I, I hope you enjoy the cookies I leave out for you next year. Cause there'll be poison. I hope you die. <laughs> like, wow. Just hatred and anger. So the parents are like. You know, they write another letter back, and, the, and Santa's like, you know, basically, go fuck yourself. I spoke to your parents, and they're taking away your we. Now you have no gifts. Now you have nothing. Maybe you'll learn to appreciate things when you have them instead of always expecting other things. Um, um, basically, fuck you. And then the kid writes back again, and again, and again the kid's just this scathing little snot nose shit. And it just, it, it kind of summed up everything because I always like the idea that Santa doesn't give you the most expensive gifts. Santa gives you the more cheaper style gifts because that's what, you know, remember Santa has a bunch of elves making wood toys and things like that in a factory. He doesn't have them building TVs and gaming systems. Right. Of course. Santa is not supposed to have the rights to Sony. You know what I mean? Like in PS. Yeah. So I've always liked the idea that parents should take credit for buying the expensive gifts. And then some of the cheaper ones is what Santa gives them. 
you know, a more practical toy or something like that or whatever fun, something little fun and a little game and things that are supposed to be interactive, things that are supposed to build family unities, things like that. That's what's the gifts that centers are, are, are supposed to give. Right. You know, so I just thought that it was uh, between tying the two together. I just thought that that, that would, that's like, you know, this is what I hate about society nowadays, because how is it that one kid is getting a pair of socks from Santa and yet the next door neighbor is getting a fucking Xbox? From Santa, why isn't all the kids getting an Xbox? You know, why isn't you know what I mean? It makes the whole thing unfair. Well, of course, it's not. Uh, I I I don't know. We 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 never Santa Claus was never much of a thing in my house, so I don't really have any strong feelings toward him. He was like I I. Uh, you know, we got a one present from him, but as you said, it was usually not the good one. <laughs> so technically, that means that your mom, your parents did it right. Yeah. Um, but see, we never got particularly ostentatious gifts for uh, Christmas anyway. Our, our gifts were more like we got rewarded for having good grades in school. That's when we would get to pick our own gift if we got like straight A's. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, we weren't made to really like freak out at Christmas time. There was actually one year when my brother got one gift more than I did under the tree. Like we counted up our presents and he had one more than me. So I freaked out and lost my mind. So our parents took away all our presents and we didn't get Christmas that year. That was that was a learning situation again you see appreciate what you're given i mean and that's difficult for little kids to understand because you know yeah like but I, his, it, it, like, it turned out it was like a razor or something like it was something i totally couldn't use but he needed so he ended up getting one gift more than i did and i lost my shit because i was that kind of a kid yeah uh but it wasn't like something i wanted or something that was even like useful to me he, it was just he got one more, so I was a piece of shit about it. Um, that's what kind of a kid I was. Uh, and that's that's how my parents taught. Okay, now neither of you get anything, so now you've ruined your Christmas and your brother's. Go live with that. Um, and he was not happy about it. <laughs> Trust me. I, no, because he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, not a damn thing. But that's uh, that's how it went, and so that's kind of like where where Christmas is at. In, for me, it's like not that big of a deal, and it's and Santa never brought the good gifts, uh, as you said. He brought the ones he could make in his fucking factory or whatever he had, his little workshop, I guess they call it. Um, so. Well, uh, I can't find... I've been kind of droning on trying to find these Icelandic things, and I can't find them. So what I'll do is I'll get my aunt to put them all together and send them to me. So next time we talk, I can have them for you. Or, or novel idea, one of us could just fucking Google them ourselves. Which is something we can both definitely do. Um, but she would like it if I asked her for them, too. So we'll do that. But yeah, wow, Christmas is... Uh, what a thing. Uh, I know my daughter is probably getting taught the worst of it. Um, and I don't want to speak ill of my ex's family at Christmas time, but they used to do something that just 
blew my mind the one year that I saw it occur. And this is when you know it's gone too far the other way. Now, there's no Santa Claus in their house whatsoever. But on Christmas morning, they all exchanged lists of what they wanted. And then on Boxing Day for the big sales, they all went out and bought each other what was on the list. Oh. They took advantage of the Boxing Day sales rather than spend extra money unnecessarily. I thought that is, wow, could you get more commercial than than waiting till Boxing Day to buy your Christmas presents to save money? I just thought that's uh, that's really taking it to the next level of of just not what it's intended to be. <laughs> but you know, very few people think that Christmas has to do with well Christ at all anymore. So it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really doesn't really uh, just do what you do be nice to people for a couple of days a year say merry christmas to everybody have fun with your family and 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 that'll be that just one thing i always say to when it comes to christmas is it's not about um it's not about what the gift is it's about the thought that's most important. And that truly is true. It is. The you only know. reason I made such a big deal about the particular gift I was getting this year is because I made a promise that that yeah. is what I would get. And I looked my daughter straight in the eye and said, this is what you're getting. Um, because she's kind of like that. Like she, she should tell you what she wants and that's what she fucking expects in the cutest possible way. Of course. But she there's no ruining surprises for her. She wants what she wants and that's that's that. Um, the surprise would be if she didn't get it and then everything was ruined. So that but I'm fully on board with you. Um, the only reason I made such a big deal about this gift was it wasn't the the gift so much as in the the promise that had to be kept. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's I I fully agree with you. I think and for me I don't like I like thoughtful gifts. I like, like, and even if it's uh, something from in your house that you want re-wrap and give to me, you know, uh, it could be something you've had for years that you know that I like or something you know I need or, or if you go out and buy me a gift, buy me something useful. I love useful gifts. See, I, my favorite, in the world it's just flat out seeing what i just like it when you see what, what people in the sense think when they think of you what do they think of that's what i look forward to sure yeah that's cool you know because like like and i know did, that, you, did you think of like me is there me in that gift yeah do you still know me now or are you thinking of somebody from 20 years ago you know or is it yeah that's you yeah, see, that's one of my personal favorites. I, that's what I always look forward to because although there is, I am a big fan of like when I get a gift from a relative, and it's she doesn't know that I, I'm forty. She, I just say she, <laughs> uh, yeah. she or he. 
Uh, there's not a lot of he's left in my family. That's why I go to that. Uh, the he's drop off real quick and the she's stick around for a while. So, <laughs> um, when I get a gift from someone who uh, doesn't really compute that I'm 41, not not 11. So I get like a transformer or something, but it's something that would have been awesome 30 years ago. Yeah. Then that that's still pretty great. I still love it. Then that's that to me that's thoughtful. Like she remembered that I like this thing. She didn't remember that I'm 30 years older than that now, but but that's cool that she remembered. That's see that's funny. I just um yeah, I don't know like I said I don't care like you know one of my favorite gifts that I got my whole lifetime was my grandmother who bought me a t-shirt that was a 4XL Yes, you told this last Christmas. And it was green and white pinstripe. I mean, like, I looked at the tablecloth. It was amazing. And the card said, I hope this fits or something. Oh, it fits. <laughs> Flying that it wasn't big enough. I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite story from last Christmas. And every Christmas, that's my favorite story. And I love sharing that story because, I mean, it just... It just goes to show how little she knew about me, <laughs> but how much I appreciated it anyway. This is how sweet my mother is. And I could talk uh, for days about what a terrible mother she was. But uh, when it came to things like that, I would get gifts five years after they were cool. But it's because we couldn't afford them at the time that they were cool. But yeah. she always remembered like I got, I got a a Bart Simpson T-shirt. I think I was going into about grade ten or something. It was like, and Bart Simpson, in my opinion, stopped being cool uh, about the end of grade seven. Yeah, but I hated that I everyone had a Bart Simpson T-shirt and I didn't, and I ended up getting one like four years later. Like that always stuck in her mind. She felt terrible. She couldn't get me this thing, and I didn't make her feel terrible or anything like that. But it always she she felt guilty. She, so like when she could finally afford it. I got the like the Bart Simpson t-shirt. I was like, oh, that's like she just held on to that for all those years. And it <laughs> happened later on with a with a uh, Pearl Jam t-shirt too. But it was just it's cool when people remember shit and and I don't know. I to me that's what family's about. That's what Christmas should be about. Funny but, stories and and making each other feel good. It's not. I don't care if you spend money on me. Let's let's have a laugh. Yeah, like when my parents, every time they'd leave to go somewhere, my mom would buy me a gift. Because one time I mentioned I liked the band. <laughs> that goddamn album. That's great. And that's what you can just get at the gas station, too. That's the best part. <laughs> well, not in the U.S. you could. That was a special find. That's like a better. She went out of her way to find it every single time. Yeah, I got you a new 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 cassette tape, and I'm like, oh, it's in Red Line by Glass Tiger. Thanks. That's great. I, I just did the other collection of 400 that I have that you gave me. That's but I I bet you never forgot her while she was gone. No, because I always knew while she was gone. I'm like, oh gosh, she's gonna come on to another Glass Tiger tape oh, with the hit song. Don't forget me when I'm gone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was creative. Um, wow, that got to that went. I have no idea we were going to go from dick to uh, family values. 
That's oh, a that's that's quite the pendulum swing. <laughs> this is like uh, this is very much like one of our old episodes that we yeah. would just <laughs> jump around from from uh, conversation to conversation. It's a lot of fun. I uh, no more callers, of course. Of uh, course, that just makes perfect sense. No one would call while we were actually together and waiting for calls. That's just annoying. Uh, so, real quick, just while we take a breather here, because. That was a big, heavy topic. I will uh, mention another one here. Creatively Exposed is a podcast on Anchor for creatives. It's meant to empower and be relatable for the imperfections before your final drafted creations. Let's rehumanize the artist. Creatively Exposed, it's a podcast on Anchor. I like doing those. It's fun. I'm gonna, you got 100 and now 117 more to get through, but... <laughs> We'll get through them. We'll do it. I, got I will no. do my best. <laughs> I just love that way when you do it. Yeah, the the podcast, the, the radio voice comes out so much. It's just awesome. <laughs> I miss the radio voice. I like listening to old episodes where I used to try to do that for the whole episode. But frankly, it gets difficult. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. I don't know how radio guys do it. Uh, That's why they don't do it as much anymore. They try yeah, to yeah. have that natural voice now. Oh, Jesus. And fucking, there we go. Hey, hope you didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, of course we did. Yeah. It happens when you're at a house where well, there's a baby in the house. You touch anything and it makes noises. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I remember that, actually. I remember just laying her down to sleep. She'd cry for two hours because if I, whenever I put her down, she'd start crying. So yeah. I'd have to hold her. And, and once in a while, I'd get her sleeping deep enough that I could put her down and sneak off and do something. And uh, then, of course, I'd trip through a house full of every single thing that made noise because everything did. And a thousand times louder than it ever would be regularly. Of course. We have... Oh! <laughs> I was just um, checking, and we got a, uh, a comment from uh, Eric. And Eric says, Please give me the link to this episode. I'd love to show it to my friend. He's particular, and I'm sure he'll love this episode. <laughs> uh, he's a dick picker. Well, Eric, uh, the episode took a different spin than I thought it would, but um, I hope your particular friend is also particular about Christmas. <laughs> if he's, if he's looking for just dick, uh, tell him to check out the other 176 episodes of our show. There's plenty of dick on all of those, but this one went kind of Christmassy. It kind of did, which again, we're Three days away, two days away, so that kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not complaining by any means. I just, I don't want to let down Eric's particular friend here. So, Now, for Eric's particular friend, um, I, uh, Eric, yourself, uh, I don't know if you know this, but did you know that there's a dick pic app where you take a picture of your boy and it will set the background for it, put a little costume on him and everything? Well, I, I know there's apps that do that for your face. I didn't know there was one that does that. There's about a thousand apps that do that for your face, by the way, like selfie apps. 
that yeah, you nope, make, they make yourself look better. I didn't realize that there was a dick app. I, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, there's a dick pic app. Uh, do, you know, actually... do you know what it's called? Um, okay. So I, I can't get onto the Play Store here. My phone's this goddamn phone. Um, I'm going to try to get my Wi-Fi hooked up here so I can go get this. I did preface all of my posts today by saying this is an audio-only show, so there will be no visual aids to the Dick Pick episode. Uh, oh, wow. looks like it actually might have gotten pulled. <laughs> oh, that's terrible wording. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, thank you. That is uh, amazing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't even see it anymore. Um, uh, I mean, I, I when you to type in dick pic, the first thing that comes up is penis size calculator. <laughs> Come on now. I typed in dick and someone pulled it. <laughs> oh, shit. You can't make that stuff up, kids. That's good podcasting for <laughs> Terribly funny. I am really happy that happened and really disappointed in the same note. <laughs> Which is probably what every person who's ever received a dick pic has said. Right? Okay, I think I'm online. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to have to go looking for it. I know a lot of... Uh, I, I got a word today that actually in the States, they're legislating them so that um, you can be... If they figure out who sent it or whatever, you can actually be charged. Really? Unsolicited one. Well, I'm... Like I said, I for the most part, if it's unsolicited, I'm fine with that. I don't understand how that's not flat-out sexual harassment, and I'm assuming that's what the charge is. Um, it would have to be. There's a, there's a dating app called Dick Picker. It's a dating app based on penis pictures. That's I, I cannot believe I've never found that. Yep. And I should definitely be on it. Nick P I C R. Although now um, five meals a day and no exercise, I think it's just going to be big ass stomach hanging down pick. But I'll do my best. Shaft shots. That's what it's called. Shaft shots. This is an app that you can get for real. Yeah. I'm going to see if it's still available. I'm going to see if it's in the Play Store. That's what I'm checking right now. <laughs> this is great if it is. Shaft shots. Yeah. And what was the other one? Dick Picker. That's a dating site. Yeah. Based on your dick pick. Now, do you get to put in more than one dick pic on this site? Because mine has moods like everybody. I have no idea. I'm just saying, but I think that it's just that your main profile picture is your dick, I guess. Well, but, I, like, do you want it moody or happy or playful? Or, like, what do you want your... Like, you can put, like, a cowboy outfit on them. I don't know about that. this. I don't know. There's a lot of pressure to have one profile pic. Okay, I am not getting that when I look up shaft shot. No, it doesn't look like it's... Like I said, it looks like it got pulled. 
shaft key and key way, whatever. Uh, the soft tool. That's something. I got the video game kill shot. I got shaft alignment. I'm yeah. thinking that's different. I'm assuming so. Shaft alignment calculator. Uh, this is this is terrible. We gotta stop talking about this. Uh, fit tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts and bolts. <laughs> She's just taking a robot. Uh, the tap and drill calculator. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I don't even know what to say about that one. Uh, wow. I'm, well, I didn't find what you were talking about, but um, I'm glad I looked up because that's good <laughs> stuff. I think I've just found your amusement for the next couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> the shaft alignment calculator. Come on. That's just, uh, that's just quality entertainment. Like you need an app for that. Jesus Christ. Oh my God! Well, that unfortunately brings us close to the end, right? Because we are back to the the nine o'clock curfew. Yes, I'm sorry to say, but I that that took a lot of energy out of me that that whole episode. I'm rusty. I'm not used to this talking to you thing. Oh, it's been two weeks. It's like having a really weird vacation that was unwanted. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm. I obviously you're busy for the holidays, but where are you at for the next couple of days? Um, I'm in tomorrow night. I'm on for. I'm good for tomorrow night, but then I'm off for the next two days. All right. That. So. So we will be back tomorrow night to pick up with a whole bunch of unfinished conversations. And uh, we will try to get this show back on track because it's just been a way out of line for a little while now. Maybe we need a shaft alignment for the uh, for the uh, podcast. I will see what I can do. <laughs> um, so Gordon and I are going to be back for one final episode before our year-end wrap-up. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, probably about 23 hours, I'm hoping. And we will once again open the phone lines for that. And maybe we'll get more dick pic commentary. Um, So until then, (laughs) take care of each other. Click, click, snap, snap, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was something. I'm going to stop. You got to take side. Decisions. Take your sides, take your sides. And when you beat the devil, you will always save your sides. Take your sides, take your sides.